You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. Welcome back. I am focusing on episodes to help us all transition into the end of year, into the new year. And today's episode is one that I personally just needed in my life. And I know all of you are going to find a tremendous amount of value in hearing from my good friend, Caroline Solomon, on how to get organized and organize your beauty clutter. She is a professional organizer. This is what she does for a living. She works with clients to organize their space, but she also makes this information accessible. She has a TikTok account dedicated to organizing and cleaning tips, and she's actually the first ever person to be on Naked Beauty. So we go way, way back since middle school. We have been really close friends, and I'm just so grateful for her wisdom on the show. Clearing beauty clutter is something that I feel like I'm continually doing and I continually struggle with. If you, like me, like to buy products, you probably have this issue. I wish that I was like a monk with one cleanser, one moisturizer, and like one serum and just had a few things in my vanity and kept it super simple, but that's just not my reality. I am constantly having to go through, throw out things that I'm not using or that have expired or just get really real about what's not serving me. Like this lipstick color doesn't work for you. You shouldn't have to blend it with 15 other lip pencils and shades to get the right exact match for your skin tone. So just let it go. Or this nail polish that someone gave you as a gift, you don't really love this nail polish. Is there someone else you can give it to? So having those hard conversations with yourself and just having an organization system and approach to where all of your beauty items live, whether it's what's in your shower, what's in your medicine cabinet, Whatever it is, you have to have an approach and a system. And again, Caroline drops such helpful tips with the Naked Beauty community. I'm also going to try to do an episode about eating well, avoiding emotional eating or just overeating during the holiday season. I'll try to speak to an expert about managing anxiety during this time of year. So lots to come before we close out 2021. And I'm still going to do the episode interviewing Naked Beauty listeners for the five-year anniversary of Naked Beauty. If you do want to be interviewed by me for this podcast, I really want to hear from people about 
how they found the show, how Naked Beauty has changed or impacted their life in some way. I'm also hoping to hear from some men that listen to the show as well. Um, And people abroad, I see that I have tons of listeners outside of North America. And I'm just so curious how people abroad experience the show. So if you want to be on this anniversary episode, please make sure to send me an email at nakedbeautypodcast at gmail.com and put in the subject line, listener or listener episode and just tell me a little bit about yourself, how old you are, where you're from, and kind of what Naked Beauty means to you. It doesn't have to be a long email, but that's going to help a lot as I prepare for that show. Thank you guys so much for your support as always. Please take the time to rate and review the podcast if you haven't yet. That's always helpful for people finding the show. And thank you for just spreading the love on social. I love when you guys tell me that you're listening by taking a screenshot as you're listening on stories and tagging me at Naked Beauty Planet. You can stay in touch with me at Brooke DeVard. And let's get into this interview. You guys are going to laugh because the number one organization mistake that Caroline says people make is the thing that I was doing before beginning the decluttering process. So this was a lot of hard truths here. But even since we've recorded this, I have seen a huge improvement in my beauty spaces. And it just helps you with everything. The less time you spend looking for that one mascara or that one eye pencil sharpener or that one cotton swab, the more time you have to be creative, to spend time that really matters with friends and family and just rest and relax. It's just not fun sorting through a bunch of stuff to look for what you need. And then there's also just like visual clutter when you have too many things in one space. There's a lot to be gained from this episode. If you're super organized and neat already, that's great. You will align with Caroline as you listen to this and maybe you'll get some tips on how you can help other family members during the holidays clear through some of their beauty clutter. All right, let's get into it. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts, not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Caroline Solomon, welcome back to Naked Beauty. Thank you so much. In a different incarnation. Yes. Human. And you know, it's so interesting. You were my very first guest on Naked Beauty in 2016. I was. Five years ago, you were a beauty editor at the time. And then you became a content creator, Mm -hmm. a very successful content creator who like, are you familiar with what Dave Chappelle did with Comedy Central when he like walked away from $50 million and like, like you kind yeah, of had, yeah. like, you kind of had one of those, <laughs> like you had <laughs> like hundreds a- of thousands of, yeah, 
hundreds of thousands of followers, all these brands chasing you. And you were like, Mike, drop by. Mike, drop. See you later. And now you're, you know, a professional organizer, which, wow, I cannot wait to get into this discussion because you, you know me, you've seen my mess. I'm like the least organized person ever. You are the most organized person ever. So this is going to be hugely beneficial, not only to my listeners, but also to me. Yeah. To me. This is a selfish episode, guys. I just... It's a virtual organizing session. Exactly. This is yeah. this is my way of getting a free organizing session. Yeah. But but seriously, this is this is great. People pay you to give the advice yeah. that you're going to give on this podcast. Yeah. So we are really grateful to your expertise. And I think the hardest part of this conversation for me is going to be just staying on track because you know, Caroline, we can we can go off the rails. We can we go, can off, go the off the rails. We've we've known each other since we were ten years old, and <laughs> our conversation can go in. 50 million different directions. So True. I sent you questions. We're going to try. Disorganized yeah. conversation. Yes. The opposite. All right, Caroline, organization. Yes. I think the false assumption is that some people are organized and some people yeah. are messy and you're either one or the other. And if you're a messy person like me, I would categorize myself in the messy category that yeah. you will never be an organized person. But I think what I've come to learn as I've studied this and sought yeah. out help on organization is you can actually train your brain and train yourself to become more organized. Is that correct? I think that's correct. And I think the key is to have a good system in place because when you have a system that works for your personal brain, because everybody is different, when you know where things are and you know to put things back in the same place every single time, then you're not going to waste time, energy, money looking for that pair of like scissors or um, your keys or your phone. If you always have a system where you're putting it back in the same exact place, then you can not necessarily even train your brain. You're just creating an environment for yourself where you know where everything is. And everybody has a different way of organizing and approaching their environment and approaching the world. And I think the problem that people run into is they assume like, oh, I see something on Pinterest and that looks really pretty. And that's exactly how I'm going to organize my life and my bag. And like, what's in my bag? I'm going to organize my bag like that. And I'm going to organize like my planner the way that I saw this really cute girl organizing her planner, but like not everybody's brain works that way. And sometimes some people need to write things down in order to process it. Other times people need to just like put slap an invite in their calendar and that's enough for them to remember or like to actually refer to an appointment, et cetera. So I think you have to like take stock of your organizing style and go from there, you know, like you need to like figure out whether you're okay having stuff in bins or if you need to have your stuff out in order to remember that it actually exists. Yes. And I have found for myself, a clear organizing bin is key. Even like clear makeup bags. Like I need to see what's there, but we're, but we're now we're getting too much into the details. I I love it. I want it. Reel it in. I just want to take a step back about this career path that you've chosen. Yeah. And why has it been important for you to help people get organized? Um, Being a professional organizer, I mean, it would, I would be terrible at the job, but you've clearly excelled at it. What's that just like day to day? And what benefits do you see from just helping people get organized? 
Yeah. So I think I have always been an organized person and I didn't realize that other people weren't organized the way that I was until like I started helping friends like organize their closets for free. And they're like, why are you doing this like for free? And like, why? Like I, this is crazy. You like doing this. And like, I had a knack for it and I enjoyed doing it. And when I saw, you know, I would organize college friends closets. And when I saw that they were so like, felt such a sense of relief and like peace and calm and like a feeling of they weren't as stressed in their environment and the clutter and the chaos was just like creating this sense of like lack of forward movement. Like, I don't know where to even look in my space to even make another move. Like, I don't know what to do. And so when I help people make sense of their space, I feel such a great sense of like accomplishment because I'm able to help them be less stressed, be more at peace in their space, make more creative decisions because they're not focused on the small, ridiculous details of their lives. Like, where did that thing go? Oh, I know exactly where that is. And now I can tend to like the other stuff that I've been wanting to do. Like some people have such messy kitchens and they're like, oh, I love to bake, but I don't know where my electric mixer is. But then when you create a space for their electric mixer where they can easily grab it, then they're so much more likely to like bake, right? Bake. It's just those very little tweaks to your space that allow you to focus on stuff that you want to do. Yes. And it's so interesting you use that baking analogy because now I'm thinking about part of unlocking a good skincare routine is being able to find all of your stuff, right? If you want to start double cleansing at night, then you've got to have a washcloth there with your oil cleanser and you you have to set everything up so that you can have that dream nighttime skincare routine and you're not like, okay, where's that cotton pad? And I don't have the right, you know, so... A lot of this is also, I think, going to help people with their skincare routine. Before we get into how to clear your beauty clutter and what are the right steps to take, I want to talk about the mental energy it takes to prep for something like this. I feel like I have to give myself like a a whole pep talk to even begin organizing. How, How do you help people get into the mental space where they are then able to take on the task of organizing? Well, I think. For me, what I love to do is just upfront, let them know that I think, as I've said before, the problem is that people get caught up in the aesthetics. They're like, okay, I have to run to the container store and buy a bunch of bins. And that's not what any first stage of organizing is about. It's just about decluttering get rid of the stuff that you are not using that has expired, that you don't like toss that stuff. And only then do you go to the container store or go wherever. Oh my gosh, Caroline, I have, I have to just stop and tell you that in my to-do list planner, I have written down, I wrote it down on Friday, order bins from container store as my first, as my first. And I'm like, I'm not going to organize until I get these bins. Exactly. Okay. So but why is that? Why is that wrong? It's so wrong. It is so wrong. Here's why it's wrong. Because you want to declutter your stuff. And when you declutter your stuff, a hundred percent of the time, there's stuff there that you're not using that you don't Mm. like. 
And once you cull through all that stuff, you're going to have significantly less and fewer items. And so if you've started with bins based on the stuff that you currently have, then once you've gotten rid of everything, you're going to have like eight bins left because you're like, oh, I got rid of all that stuff. And now I don't need these bins anymore. And now the bins become clutter. The bins are clutter. And so you really want to be like, parsimonious with your bins. And That's a, what does that word mean? Sparing. Okay. SAT word. Parsimonious 11th, with your bins. 11th grade SAT word. Love it. Okay. But yeah, you really want to declutter first and don't worry about the bins because I would say that in my experience, like 90% of the time people feel disorganized in my experience working with people because they have too much stuff. Mm, it's not yes. necessarily that they don't have the bin for the serums and the bin for the moisturizers. It's that they have like seven moisturizers and like they only use one or two of those moisturizers. And so they're like overwhelmed. And then they're like, oh, I don't, that one, does it smell? Or should I still use that? What should yeah, I do with it? I this? feel attacked. I feel attacked yes. right now. Yes. <laughs> this is directed at you. So I think I think before anything else, grab a garbage bag, start tossing those products that like maybe smell off or that you opened and you can't remember the last time you used it. If it's unopened, I think, and it's been like two years, you can keep them. Yeah. But maybe if you gift, don't it. gift it. If you don't like them and it's unopened, you're like, you know what? Be real with yourself. Like, I'm not going to use that. What is it? Like 90 karat gold. Like, <laughs> clay de light reflecting pearl luminizing serum. Like I'm not going to use that. That's a great gift. So I recommend that you then take all of those things that aren't expired or, you know, that don't necessarily need to be tossed and then put those things in a bin and then keep them in their own zone so that when you need a gift, when you need to give a friend a gift, when you need to give your mom, some cream, that's where those creams are, but you don't want to have them mixed in with Mm. your everyday skincare routine. Like just because you have like a everyday routine, that's like serum moisturizers. You don't need to have all of your eight moisturizers lined up Yes, because it's just going to overwhelm your everyday Yes. Okay. I love all of this. And I love this thing about going through your clutter first. I learned a term from an organization podcast that I was listening to actually called trash bag therapy, where you just, before you start like sorting and making hard decisions, you just get a large trash bag and just anything that's clearly trash, just throw it away. Like I had eyelash glue that had dried out. I had you know, lashes that had been worn more than two times. Like you're never going to wear them again. I had, I just had trash amongst my beauty stuff. Um, What are these things called? Hair hair bands that were like overly stretched out that had lost their elasticity, just trash. And I was able to fill an entire trash bag and it felt so good. Yes, exactly. So that is the key to avoiding overwhelm. You just start with tossing. You don't start with like measuring your space, going to the container store. And then also I would say like, make it as fun for yourself as possible. Like if you hate organizing and you don't want to hire a professional, like 
I obviously like, I love organizing. And so, yes, I will like start with no stop button, but if you want to stop like two minutes in, you can um, like play a fun playlist, like get some fun Mm -hmm. music going, light your favorite candle, make sure you have a carrot dangling at the end of this whole Mm. shindig, like have a manicure and pedicure afterwards, or go to your favorite museum, go eat your favorite cookie. I don't know. I'm, I'm talking to myself right now. Those are all the things that I would do, but make it as fun for yourself as possible and reward yourself for your efforts and also set timers so that you're not exhausting yourself. I like the 15 minute bursts, like go for 15 minutes and then reward yourself by like, I don't know, texting a friend, scrolling through Instagram, reading the news, doing whatever you need to do. And then 15 more minutes on the timer. Yeah. You know what? If 15 minutes is all you have to give at any given time, that's fine too. It's about breaking it down into bite-sized chunks. If you are not somebody who can, who enjoys organizing, that's what it's really about. This is all so incredibly helpful, Caroline. And I'm just fascinated by someone like you who actually loves doing it. You said that you can start and you have no stop button just for you personally. Like, could you organize all like your personal stuff? Could you spend a whole day organizing from like 10 o'clock in the morning to 6 p.m.? My stuff? Yeah. Well, not anymore because I've like, I don't own it. I like have one, I like own a paperclip now. Like I would just like <laughs> reorganize the paperclip. And like, yeah, I think I I wouldn't do that. Now what I do is I kind of like, what's the word? Like I um, titrate, I tweak. I think that's the thing I, I, that I realize is that it's always an evolving process and you yeah. never reach this pinnacle where you're like, I have arrived. I am now yeah. completely fully organized because your lifestyle is always changing. Your needs are always changing. Your interests are always changing. And so yes. with that comes tweaking your environment and tweaking yes. your space. And like with my bathroom, for instance, I hated the idea of having anything on my a sink countertop, but I need washcloths and little cotton rounds. Mm-hmm. And I was like hiding them in a, like a rolling cart, like, and it was just so impractical. And so I got a tray from the container store and now I have stacks of washcloths sitting there. And so I have them at the ready. And before I was like, I can't bear the sight of visual clutter on my sink, but now this is something that I embrace. And who knows in a month from now, maybe I'll say never again, but I think it's about meeting yourself where you are now. And yes. And can you quickly plug your TikTok for people that want to follow? Because I think your your TikTok is like next level cleaning and organizing. Like you're cleaning like the rare (laughs) parts of your like dishwasher and oven that like I didn't even know existed. You'll be like, is your laundry like not coming out like this? Like clean this part that no one's ever opened. No. So it's okay. So the TikTok is Meet Caroline, but I found that I think whenever... I have an issue. I run into a little snafu. I'm like, wow, I see this as an opportunity, as a learning experience and as an opportunity to share with others a problem that I was able to solve. And if I have this problem, chances are that many other people have this problem. But I guess maybe last year I got really into cleaning my space because like I, I like cleaning with non-toxic products. And like, I grew up with the opposite of that. And that always just 
upset me. And now that I'm able to, to have more control of my environment and understand how baking soda and vinegar can like clean a bunch of different things in my apartment, I think it's really worthwhile knowledge and great to share with other people who are struggling with maybe learning how to clean their apartment or homes, but not wanting to use a lot of chemicals. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have a specific organizing method that you use for yourself or that you, or you use with clients? I think we've all learned Marie Kondo's method just because it's become so popular. Do you have a specific method? Are you going to trademark your own? But no, it's, I, my only method, as I've said before, is just to make sure that you're decluttering before you go out and buy anything else. That is really so much of what I do and preach that less is more. And the reason why so many people are messy or feel overwhelmed or clutter, obviously have too much clutter is because they have too much stuff. And I am speaking as someone who like a reformed hoarder of like beauty products and like Yeah. I mean, you were a beauty editor. You were getting sent everything from all the top brands in the world and you have it for my backups for my (laughs) backups. Yes. Like just absurd amounts of beauty products and things. And I never really used them because it takes so long to like go through moisturizers and serums. And then by the time you're ready to use the next serum. It's like expired. So it would just, all these things collected dust. And then I was like, ended up just giving them to friends and family. And then that always feels much better than like hoarding, uh, maybe an expensive cream that I might use. Sure. Sure. And I am, I am sensitive to the fact that it probably sounds super privileged for us to be like, I just have so many amazing products and I can't use them all because most people, you know, save up their money to buy products. And I, one, it's, I haven't been getting free products for that long that I like can't remember what that was like. But even before anyone sent me anything, especially makeup, I just had and still have so much makeup. Yeah. So much makeup. I don't even know why I ever buy lip gloss. I have like 12 in every purse. When it comes to deciding like what to toss. Obviously, Marie Kondo has the like, what's her thing? Um, Does it spark joy? It sparks joy. Which is a little confusing and vague. And like, what does that really even mean? What are the questions that you encourage your clients to ask when they're deciding if they should throw something out or not? Well, I think it's probably a little different if it's a beauty product because there's the expiration date at play too. Like you want to make sure that the products you're using are still safe to use. So I think... As you go through items, if you see something that you totally forgot about and you're like, oh, I totally forgot I had this and you're not like happy to see it, then like maybe best to toss it. But if it's still usable, maybe like had a pump of like tested it, you know, uh, then you could put it in the bin to go to friends and family. Otherwise, I think use your intuition, use your gut, you know, your face and your body better, better than like a a beauty brand does. So like, if you're like, I don't think this teal, like eyeshadow looked very good on me. The first time I tried it, probably not 
worth convincing yourself that like, oh, I could wear it to Halloween, like 2055. I'll wear this on my Halloween costume in 50 years. Right, right. Like it's okay to leave that stuff behind. Behind. And also the mu- as a learning experience. Like teal doesn't look good on me. Nope. Yes. Not for yes, me. Yes. I think that's the big thing. It's like the money has already been spent. I think a lot of times you're like, oh, I spent money on this. So I should keep yeah. it in case there's some occasion two years from now that I may use it, but the money's already been spent. So holding on to it is actually doing yourself a disservice because it's just taking up space. for Also taking up mental space because every time you see it, you feel guilty that you spent the money on it. And so you have to get rid of it and you can get rid of it responsibly. You can give it to a friend um, who would be more than happy to get it. Just on the teal eyeshadow, I think I, and when I did my whole trash bag therapy, one of the things that I threw out a lot of were lipsticks. And I realized specifically lipsticks that I felt I had to blend with like four other things to get the right shade. So I'd be like, this pink is a little too, you know, whatever on my skin tone, but if I blend it with like a dark burgundy, then it's the perfect. And it's like, you shouldn't have to mix 17 lipsticks to get the right shade. Right. Like if you're Violette, like a makeup artist who likes to like blend lip colors, like I'm not going to be a Violette in the morning and like blend five lipsticks together. Like, so yeah, it also depends if you're a high maintenance kind of person. Like if you're okay doing that, like personally, I know that I'm not going to do that. And so I will give it to somebody else who's happier to like layer lipsticks, you know? Yeah. It's not going to, not for me. Totally. I think one of the other things that's very overwhelming for people that go to take on organization is I think one of the tips that Marie Kondo gives is like, you have to take everything out and like dump it somewhere, which I, I think to this day, haven't organized my closet because the idea of taking everything physically out of my closet and putting it in one place is just sickening. Like, no, Even saying it right now, my heart rate is like racing. So, and doing that alone is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous proposition to do that alone. Yeah. So, do yeah. you think working in small chunks is okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. I do. I think working in small chunks, taking your time, going through different categories in your closet or in your bathroom, if you have tons of jeans and you're like, wow, I only wear two pairs of jeans start with your jeans. And if you don't, if you have that many jeans where you're like, wow, I, I'm overwhelmed, set a timer for 20 minutes and take your jeans out. You can put them on the bed. And I do like her philosophy of grabbing, of like actually holding the jeans, put them up. You can try them on if you want to do that. I I find like sometimes, you know, maybe I gained five pounds or, you know, I don't, look as good in these jeans as I think I looked when I wore them. You don't have to do that, but put them up against your body and like look in the mirror. And if you don't feel that like sense of excitement, not even excitement, if you're like, these jeans are very meh, I feel very meh about these jeans. Then you can put them in a bin, which is like a maybe bin in your closet. Or if you're ready, you can put them in a bag to donate. Or if they're like nice jeans, sell them on the real real. But make yeah. sure you have or Poshmark. I love Poshmark. Poshmark. Oh, Poshmark. I, I have no patience for Poshmark. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I don't like to monitor my things. I'm just like somebody else do it for me. I get that. I get that. But I think I think your your example of jeans can also apply to beauty products, right? So if you have eyeshadows 
like swatch them and see, okay, this is, is this color something mm-hmm. that I feel good about? Or is it just like a meh color? And yes. I find that for me, when I feel like I have to blend a million things to make it work, that's my signal that <laughs> I probably don't need it. And then to your point about expiration, I just feel like we've forgotten how long we've been in lockdown. It's coming up on two years of COVID and yeah. the makeup setting spray that you bought in 2019, <laughs> it's probably time to let it go. Um, yeah, a lot, okay. yeah, a, a lot of products, I think you will be surprised how quickly they expire. I won't bore everyone with saying what the expiration dates of each product are here, but I will link to a resource in the show notes where you can okay. learn when does foundation expire, when does mascara expire. And you can also just use your judgment. Sometimes these products smell off. With your nose. Yes. yes. They don't work as well. The mascara is like flaky and it used to be juicier. I do want to talk about the big areas of beauty, skincare, hair care, your shower products and makeup. And I want to hear actually how you meet Caroline. Yes. <laughs> organize yeah, them. How, yeah. how do you, how do you organize? Let's start with skincare. How do you organize your skincare? So I have my everyday skincare routine lined up in my medicine cabinet in the order that I use the products. Wow. Okay. Take us through the order and how it's lined up. The order is a Tatcha oil cleanser followed, but no, I don't use that in the morning. I just use that at night. And then I follow, I chase it with a um, Skin Medica Lytera because I have a little bit of a melasma situation, but it's like, a scam. It's not doing much right now, but stay tuned could work tonight or tomorrow. We'll stay tuned. Um, And then I use Caudalie face cream right now. I was just using Waleda skin food, which is my Mm. life. Love. Love. And then I follow that up with a little bit of Elta MD sunscreen. Okay. My favorite sunscreen of all time. The clear one. Yes. So good. So good. And then what else do I use? I use a rose mist setting spray. It's not even a setting spray. It's just like a spray, a little spritz. So those are very few products and you just have those all lined up in a row. And that's like your daily skincare, daily skincare, all lined up in the row order that I use them. So I'm not thinking twice like, Oh, where's that serum? Oh, it's over there. Just line it up in the order that you use them. And then underneath that, at eye level, also make sure that whatever you're using frequently, if it's in your medicine cabinet, eye level, got to be eye level. Mm. So first thing you look at, first thing that you reach for, it's super accessible. You don't want to have to reach for products like on your tippy toes every day. That's yeah. annoying. So then I have my makeup underneath in a little clear organizer. Okay. So makeup organizer. and skincare are mixed in your... Um, what's it called? Cabinet. Medicine cabinet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hidden away. And then my, all my backups and by backups, I mean like a few extras of everything. I don't mean like bags <laughs> spilling out with like tons of moisturizers and serums. Cause like when I was, when I worked in beauty, that was the case. Yeah. So I, where were you again? You were at glamour. Glamour. Yeah. So that was definitely the case. Like I had shelves of beauty products and then drawers and like cabinets. It was just such a thing. And now I have, I recommend clear drawers. So I have clear drawers labeled with moisturizer, sunscreen. Mm. Do you use, a, uh, do you use a label maker? Label. For those? I use a label maker for that. I do. Okay. Cause I think like 
it registers in my brain better yes. than my seeing my own handwriting. I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> take that off. I don't want to look at that. That's terrible. A label so this, maker is very, I feel like when you're at the point where you're using a label maker, you're like officially organized. Yeah. Yes. I will yeah. follow the rules more when I see a label. It's like, we mean business. This is yes. Yes. I also think, you know, the same way that for fall, you put your summer clothes away and exactly, I, I do do that with beauty. So I actually just yep. did the exercise where I was like, okay, I need like my heavier creams. I need my like exactly. really heavy stuff. I'm going to actually switch out some things. And like, yep. th- that was my spring summer thing. And I'm actually going to like move the winter colder weather products into rotation more. Do you agree with that? I do. I absolutely do. I think like I put a lot of body sunscreens away Mm. and yes, uh, face like thicker face sunscreens and lighter moisturizers. I just put those away and I put them in individual clear drawers. But if you don't want to use clear drawers, you can also use individual makeup bags or toiletry bags or bins work too. I, I'm partial to the clear because I am personally someone who will forget what's inside the bins if I can't see it. And I think it's tricky, obviously, because plastic and the environment and it sucks, but like I've had these forever and it's helped me so much because I don't forget what's inside. Yes. That's so helpful. I also think, you know, when you think about products that no, you don't like for their intended use, you can always find another use for them. So I have a lot of foot creams now because they are, you know, maybe they were facial moisturizers and the scents or something just didn't agree with my face that I now use like as a foot cream or I'll use it on my body or there's like a cleanser that I'll use in the shower as actually like a body wash. So I think you can also think about like repurposing some things. Um, I mean, of course, if something irritates your skin, just don't use it. Um, chalk it up to a loss, like figure out what's in it that made your skin have a flare up and just avoid that ingredient. But yeah. I do think oftentimes you can repurpose things that no longer serve you. I like that. I think that's really true. Like jeans, I'm thinking jean shorts. Okay. Yeah. Hair care. How do you organize your hair care? Hair care. I had just same thing, clear bin okay. of extras and like I'm very low maintenance with my hair and I recommend if somebody is less so then have a shelf on your medicine cabinet for the order in which you use the products. Mm -hmm. So if it's like styling cream or something, then that first and then hairspray or I don't know what the kids use these days, but like (laughs) something like that to that effect. And the, the other thing I would say is like have no more than two different kinds of shampoo and conditioner in your shower, because I think for me, I I love the idea of making your bathroom feel like your favorite spa or hotel. Like that should be Mm. the aspiration. That should be the goal. And sometimes when you see bathrooms or when I see bathrooms that are cluttered to the nines with like a hair mask and then like a loofah, And then on top of the loofah, like hand loofahs and then like loofah gloves. And it's just like overflowing. You want your shower time to be relaxing. And sometimes when you're staring at a bunch of products that can't possibly be relaxing. Wow. I'm inspired. 
Yeah, I like the idea of two, no more than two different kinds of, of shampoos and conditioners, and then keep the rest tucked away in that drawer for future use. Like get excited about using that uh, Orbe shampoo and conditioner. I don't know. Whatever. Yes. Is Orbe still good? I don't know. <laughs> it is still good. Okay. Even if you don't have like a high maintenance hair care routine, I do find that a lot of like tiny little beauty clutter that adds up is like bobby pins, just loose and flying around, yeah. hair ties, just like those little tiny beauty accessories. How do you keep those organized? I like to keep uh, hair ties. Uh, yeah, that's definitely one of those things. I think keep them in a bobby pins can go in like a hard, shell, like a hard container, like a, a plastic yep. shell kind of thing in a travel case, like in a makeup bag, a, yep. a soft toiletry case, mm-hmm. and then have all of your hair things in there as well. Like you don't just keep them all together together, keep all your hair things together. Ideally they can stay on the original like cardboard sheath or whatever that they can yes. on. But like, because when they're all loosey goosey like that, it's just like, it can turn into chaos. So I recommend keeping them just keeping one package or whatever it's called one cardboard right. sheath of the hair things, because you don't need as many hair things as, as you think you need. Yes. And when the problem is like, when you have so many hair things, like then you need more for whatever reason. But when you have fewer, you're like, yeah. I, you respect them more. Yes. The yes. yes. It's sort of like how when you go on vacation, it's so easy to get dressed. Like if I go to LA for four or five days, I'm going to bring a few tops that I like, two pairs of shoes that I love. Like exactly. And it's easy. It's not like, oh, what do I wear? Because I only have a few things. That's another reason why people feel so much better when they're on vacation. That's, a, that's why people mm-hmm. love vacation too, because they're like, I feel lighter. And the reason why they feel lighter and happier is because they have less stuff. They're burdened by less stuff. They have a suitcase with only the essentials. They're, they've picked out their outfits in advance and they're not like trudging around with weight, weighed down by extra items. That's another reason. That's so interesting. And I think so true. Makeup. I just want to hear last thing. How do you organize your makeup? Do you have a lot of makeup brushes? Like, how do you think about keeping your makeup organized? I think my makeup is the one where I struggle the most to keep organized because I just feel like, you know, these palettes, they've got like 16 colors in them. I only use one of the colors. I can't throw out the whole palette. You know, I just feel like I have sometimes I want a cream bronzer, sometimes I want a powder bronzer. Have you seen that palette? where you can take the actual singles out singles out. does it work with every brand I, I mean it will look cobbled together it won't look good <laughs> but you'll have it you'll yeah have like it i want i want my pat mcgrath palette to stay yeah. a pat mcgrath palette i don't want yeah. this like frankenstein palette with like Frank- all this stuff, stuff. franken palette yeah i don't want a franken frankenstein color eyeshadows yeah so help me think about makeup What's i've your- got a I've got a million brushes. I've got a million complexion products. I've got... Do you use those millions of brushes? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. That's, that's impressive. Do you? How are they organized currently? I think my husband doesn't like this, but they're like all in a brush holder by the sink. Um, and then I have about like six different makeup okay. bags organized by like... I have one makeup bag that's everyday makeup. It's like with my Kosas yeah. concealer, that's my good. mascara that I like, my brow gel. That's like that's my good. 
everyday Zoom face. Then I have like a high end, like, oh, I'm going to a fancy event with my like foundation and my like... In a separate bag? In a separate bag. That's like where all the Pat McGrath and the NARS and like the fancy stuff that I wouldn't do day to day is. And then I have four to five other bags, one bag, all lip products, lip pencils, lipsticks, lip glosses, and another one, all additional face stuff. You sound organized. This sounds good. But there are just so many bags. And then... I obviously I'm always in a rush because I'm like always going to be late to something. So everything gets mixed and jumbled. And then two weeks later, I'm like resorting the bags. It's just, I think I like the idea of, of keeping your brushes that you use most frequently in, in a jar like that. If there's any way that you can put that in your medicine cabinet, yeah, make it smaller, make the jar smaller and just use your everyday brushes, put them in there. And then the remaining brushes, get a brush, you know, that, um, roll up brush kind of thing that I'm talking about. What is yes. it called? Where you can slot the, all of the brushes yes, in. Yes. Yes. Like keep makeup artists the, use them. Exactly. Keep all of those other brushes in there and only keep your most frequently used brushes in a smaller glass jar that can either go on the sink or in your medicine cabinet. I love this. So helpful. I also think to the point about things getting cross-contaminated and being in a rush. I think I throw things in my purse and then I run out the door and I don't, I'm not disciplined about putting my stuff back. Like, do you unload your purse at the end of the day and put everything back? Yeah. So uh, Marie Kondo has this thing about like, I, when I first read her book, she was like, I return, I take my purse and I put everything back each and every day. And I take everything out of my purse but I don't take everything out of my purse. I just have a makeup bag used specifically for my like on the go makeup Mm. in that purse. So I don't cross contaminate. I've decided I've made a decision and I've committed to the beauty products that are in that makeup bag will be for my on the go. I'm not as much of an artiste as you with, with my makeup. I'm just like, okay, this is, the on the go lipstick, and it's going to live here. But if you're have a makeup bag in your purse dedicated to your on the go makeup and just put a lip gloss or something that you're interested in taking with you in there. Yes. And then at the end of the week, like you don't have to do it every single day. Just remember that you have to put it back. Yes. 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 And you'll know also when it's time, when everything is like overflowing. And that's oh, yeah. another indicator. I mean, my hand sanitizer really doesn't need to live in my medicine cabinet. Like I, that should just be in my purse, in like a little yeah, pouch. Yeah. And you actually, I, I'm still thinking about the hand sanitizer that you treated me to when we got drinks the other oh, day. Oh, sad that, that I didn't give it to you. I have so many. <laughs> what is it? Every, e- E-O, E-O coconut hand sanitizer. Such a great hand sanitizer. Lovely yeah. spray hand sanitizer. So what are things that you think people commonly make mistakes about when it comes to organizing their clutter? Like what are the common pitfalls? We talked talked about thinking that you need the organization bins as the first step, but what are other mistakes? Because I mean, you work with people, you're in their homes. Yeah, I think what their issues are. I, I think exactly what we're talking about right now in terms of keeping your everyday items very separate from your backups, like 
with beauty organization, I think some people are like, here's all of my moisturizers. Here are all of my hair care products. But day to day, if you're in a hurry, you're busy, or you're really exhausted, you're waking up and you're like, oh, I don't know, it's what I'm doing. You want the getting ready process to be as like automatic and autopilot as possible. And to make that happen, you need to get rid of the extraneous products that you're not using regularly. So people have a tendency to think like, oh, I'm organized because everything is laid out and it's all categorized. Another way to look at it is just to slim down your everyday products so that you're, it's kind of like a capsule collection of everyday products that you're using and trimming the fat, but not necessarily like these aren't necessarily products that you don't like. It's just like extras that can be hidden away for now. And that makes such a huge difference in your routine just makes such a huge difference because you're not, you're not making these little micro decisions that are kind of like wearing you down because you have to make bigger decisions in your day. And these are decisions that you shouldn't have to make, Mm. you know, it's just like moisturizer serum, bam, 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 because like you don't want to expend mental energy thinking about that kind of stuff because you're going to be thinking about more important things and you want, you want to create the mental head head space for that. Yes. Yes. And, And you do seem like the type of person that is quite disciplined about not buying things and spending money frivolously. I just decided today that I wanted to have Uggs again. And I went on Uggs.com and I ordered three pairs of Uggs. Do I have space for these Uggs? No. I'm like, one of these three pairs will look great and I'll find space for it. You seem to be disciplined about not buying things, which is just something that's a personal journey that we all need to work on to be more conscious of our consumerism. But how do you handle gifts, right? With the holidays coming up, oftentimes people give you gifts I've always thought it felt, it feels very tacky to like re-gift a gift. Like if someone gives me a gift, I'm not going to like put it in a bin to like give to someone else. I don't know why. There's always that fear. Like, oh, what if you give it back to the person who gave it to you? How do you handle when people, and this is a very common thing to buy for people in like the beauty space around holidays. Candles? Well, no. Well, just beauty products. Like Oh, beauty products. People get gifted beauty products. I always think products. candles are such an interesting thing, gift to give because scent is so personal. Yeah. Like, I don't understand giving a candle because yeah. what if you don't like caramel apple smell from right. Bath & Body Works, you know? Right, right, right. Um, I personally, I have like eliminated all of the fun out of giving and receiving gifts. And it's for me, I am a huge fan of lists of like wish lists ah. and your wish list with somebody else. I love you can that. Make it as specific or vague as you like to like keep the mystery alive. Mm. Like whenever it's a birthday or the holiday say like I need socks. Get me some really cool mm. socks. That's what's on my list. And it, it for both parties it makes everything much easier because then the gift giver isn't left like wondering what you want. They have a sense, a roadmap. Mm. And then when you receive them, you're not like what are these suspenders? Like I don't wear suspenders. Why did you get these? Like they're you're much less likely to end up with gifts you don't want if you share a wish list with someone. And so that has worked so well for me and I recommend it. I love that tip, Caroline. That is such, such a good one. Yeah. Okay. We talked so much about organizing. I know you deep down, you are still a former beauty editor. Are there any products that you're just obsessed with 
right now that you just feel like my listeners should know about? I love Olayda skin food. Yes. Always have, always will. The scent. The light one? So so I've retired the light. Okay. And now I have the rich because the light was the summer, spring, and now the winter is the rich, the thicker. And And I should say for people that hate essential oils and fragrance in their skincare, you will not like this product. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. But if you don't mind that, then it's a lovely product. Yes. Skin food. Uh, Skin food. And then I love, I love Elta MD sunscreen, big fan. I love drunk elephants face wash. The kind of orange cantaloupe one. Yes. That one. I've been using that force for however long drunk elephant has been drunk (laughs) elephant. I love Anastasia brow gel. Big fan. Yes. I love how like when you lift your eyebrows, you know, you're wearing them because it's like you can't even lift your eyebrows because it's like so locked in place. Love her brow uh, pencil as well. Love anything by RMS Beauty. Love her lip to cheek and her uncover up. You're very consistent. I feel like these are you've had the same favorite products for years, which is great. That's, That's how it should be. Memory. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't strayed. I have not strayed. Is Smashbox still around? <laughs> it, is. Smashbox. it is. I love how you're talking like you're like a beauty editor from like the 1980s. Like, I know. I'm like, is Smashbox still around? <laughs> when I was your age. I think the only brand that's gone now is Becca. No, because honestly, I, I love going into Sephora and I don't recognize any of the beauty brands anymore. Like really? they're all like TikTok or beauty brand. I don't yeah, know. yeah, like, yeah. The fit, they're YouTubers or yeah. I Hiram. What is his name? You know, Hiram. Yeah, skin by Hiram. Yeah. Skin by Hiram. That's crazy. He's got his. I know. And I don't, I don't, I don't love his products, but I do like his content yeah. and I think he's a great content creator, but the products were not for me. Okay. But I don't know anything about these products, but anyway, those yeah. are my go-tos. Those are my ride or dies. Consistent. We, we love that Consistent. you a classic. And in terms of, I know you said, don't go out and buy bins is the first thing, but when it comes to toiletry pouches that you like, or even these clear Drawers, are there specific brands that you really like and you feel like are reliable? M Design. -design. Okay, wait. M, like the letter M design? Letter M design, all one word. They make excellent, clear acrylic products. Highly recommend M Design. Container Store obviously has some good, clear drawers that Mm. I think are their own brands. You, You won't be able to miss them. But M Design makes really good products. And what else did you ask? For, what about for toiletry bags? Do you have a specific toilet? Oh, yeah, to- you got toiletry bags. I love Roberta Roller Rabbit. Roller oh, Rabbit. Okay. Roller Rabbit's toiletry. And I because they are covered in plastic, so they mm-hmm. don't... You can just wipe off any like lipstick stain or like crushed eyeshadow or anything and with some soap and water because they're like laminated, covered in plastic. The fabric ones, whenever you, isn't that the worst when you like have a, the inside of a makeup bag is just like destroyed. Yes. These are nice. And when makeup products break, someone sent me a tutorial being like, you can use witch hazel and like pack it back in the thing. And it's actually so easy. And I just never do that. When like a blush breaks, do you just toss it? Do you put it in a Ziploc bag? What do you do when the makeup products breaks? Oh, I say goodbye. I sayonara. Yeah. I have no patience for putting a mosaic of tile blush back together. I can't. 
I have no, no patience. Yeah. Because like, I know that I would get really frustrated, like every using time those individual things every time. And, and it all, it always depends, right? It depends how much you've spent on it, how new it is, how excited you are about it. And oftentimes I've learned this, especially Sephora, they have a great return policy. If yeah. you feel like something broke and it was like lightly dropped and it shouldn't have broken, you can take yeah. it back and yeah. they will return it for you and replace yeah. it with, because the packaging shouldn't be that crappy that it breaks. So, or you could get the Guerlain pearls. Oh, you an issue any at all. You know, True. those pearls, of course, those? I have, but I feel like Guerlain is one of those brands that, and I'm sorry to the a great team. No, they, they've been very generous with me, but I don't think it's formulated for people with my skin tone. Everything's just like a little bit chalky on me. Really? Yeah. Is even like the bronze. Yeah. And like, even just like the bronzer, I'm like, this is no. Oh, wait a second. I think you gave me a Guerlain bronzer. <laughs> right. Because no, it didn't I, work for actually, me. I used it. I use it every day. What am I saying? I've been using the Guerlain okay, bronzer. Good. See, the this Guerlain is a perfect. Bronzer is iconic. Yeah, this is a perfect way to end the episode because we started the episode talking about the benefits of gifting to someone else that will appreciate it. And you yes. happen to be someone that would appreciate it. And that was, as soon as I opened it, I was like, this isn't going to work for my skin tone. I'm just going to set it aside for my that's fair, my fair no, skinned friends. That's why I think there's no shade or no harm in, in re-gifting. So I think work yeah, with guess- your insecurities a little bit because- Otherwise, yeah. these things are just going to sit in your home and stagnate. And if you give them to some someone else and you're like, listen, very honestly say like, this does not suit me. Like I, yeah. somebody else would be more than happy to receive it. And what, if you, if it's a question of guilt too, you're like, I feel so badly. Like it's obviously the cliche is it's the thought that counts, but it is the thought that counts. The yeah. fact that somebody, and think of how many times you've given somebody a gift, like do you remember giving people gifts? Like, yeah. I don't really, you do. <laughs> I, I do. I do. And sometimes I'll give people gifts and I'll be like, haven't like heard anything. Like, yeah, what if exactly. they even no, like it? That's so funny. I don't think about that. Oh, I think about it all the time. <laughs> I'm like, I gave this person like a lot of stuff, like haven't heard anything. Like That is so funny. No, I never think about any gifts that I give anyone. I'm just like, really? Sayonara. Enjoy. Well, your- well Mavi loves his stackable Sophie giraffe. Oh, that is a very appreciated That was gift. not re-gifted. That was an original purchase. <laughs> original purchase for Mavi. Yeah. I love it. it. Well, okay. I have to ask you this because you were on the first episode of Naked Beauty and it was my first time uttering aloud what makes you feel most beautiful. Even though we have spent all of today talking about organization, I do want to ask you just these days, when are you feeling most beautiful? Most beautiful. I love a gold chain. (laughs) Exactly. I love a gold chain. We're both wearing gold chains. You have a nice thick, chunky gold chain. Thick, it looks great. chunky chain. I love a gold chain. I love a feline flick cat eye. Yes. And a nicely sculpted brow. And then I'm good to go. Classic. And if not a gold chain, then something in the ears, but that's really, that's all I need. And now I also need a Dyson hair dryer. <laughs> so it's that. So the hair is looking things. great. The hair is looking Thank great. Thank you. Um, well, yeah. Caroline, it's been such a pleasure. If if someone does want to like take the leap, so we we plugged your TikTok, meet Caroline, yes, check that out. But if someone wants to take the leap and actually work with you, can you? And they're like, I don't know, they're in Canada, they're not in New York. Can they do a virtual consult with you? They can. How do they reach yeah. out to you if people want to yes. organize with so you? 
Absolutely. You can send me an email at hello at carolinesolomon.com or you can DM me on my Instagram at Caroline Solomon Home. Oh, we're back on Instagram. Didn't we're back even on know. Instagram. Didn't yeah. Even know. Very okay. niche. Very niche. Okay. Keep, keeping it niche. And you can work with me and I look forward to helping you. Yay. Okay. This is, this was so great. I am feeling honestly, like I'm not just saying this, I'm feeling so inspired to just get through my stuff and just simplify, just simplify, just simplify my life and give more stuff away. So thank you for this. Oh, I'm so glad. And also, you know, better than anyone else that the beauty industry is never ending. So like, you don't have to worry, like, the products are overflowing. They will always return, yes. you know? Yes, will the return. products will come back. Caroline, thank you so, so much for sharing My your pleasure. wisdom with us on Naked Beauty. All right, that was Caroline. Wasn't she so great and so helpful? I just felt a whole new level of energy and inspiration to take on my beauty clutter. That tip about giving people a gift list, I think is so genius. You know, you can worry about how it comes across being like, I want X, Y, and Z because the prices and they may not be able to afford it, but people are going to spend money buying you a gift anyway. So if you don't want to get super specific about what you want, or if you're worried about prices, you can always find gifts at a range of prices, right? You There could be a pair of socks that you really want and they're th- it's $30 for a pair of socks and it's like a luxury pair of socks. You know, the socks will make you happy. You know, the person's probably going to spend around $50. They would be happy, I'm sure, to buy you that pair of socks that you really want. But if you don't want to get specific about certain products, you can also give a genre. I know that I need more sleepwear. I need more pajamas. I'm really bad about buying pajamas. I don't want to sleep in old t-shirts anymore. So I can tell my friends and family and people that I love that are buying me gifts this season, I'm actually really in the market for some pajamas so that they don't buy me a candle that I won't use. I just thought that was such an awesome tip. And also to ask people in your life, I think it's really hard to say, what do you want? for the holidays. That's like a very broad question and it puts them on the spot. But if you can say, I found some really great olive oils and I know you love to cook, would you like that as a gift? Or would you prefer this amazing hand cream that I just discovered and I think you should have as well? Give people a little bit of room to guide you in the right direction so that we can all reduce holiday clutter. And last but not least, I just want to say, I've said this before on the podcast when buying gifts, I am not a fan of gift cards because I do think actually the data supports this. Many gift cards go unused, unredeemed. It literally just sits there in people's wallets. So I can understand the temptation to get someone a gift card because you don't want to get them the wrong thing. But I think asking them is actually a way better route to go. So again, please let me know if you guys found this episode helpful. I found it so helpful. Love hearing from you again at Naked Beauty Planet on Instagram. And I'll be back next week with a new episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.